Welcome to the Creative Entrepreneur Show with your host, Raj Sillers. Welcome to the Creative Entrepreneur Show. My name is Rosh. It is so good to have you here. You know, I my last podcast, I believe, was in July. And I said to you, I said to you that I wouldn't leave you hanging, <laughs> that I wouldn't. I am here for you. And I am. And I am. Uh, let, me, let me explain a little bit. But first of all, let me say welcome to everyone. The Creative Entrepreneur Show is alive and well. This show has been going since 2008, and it has, my first five years, I went every Monday without fail, and then it's been off and on throughout the years since, but the thing is, I want to support the creative community, the photography community, who truly is my core, and, you know, we've been going through this whole change in everything, just like we did a number of years ago uh, during the financial crisis. And that's when I started the last podcast. And as I mentioned in the last show, which if you just listened to the last show, now you listen to this show, it just seems like yesterday, right? <laughs> but it has been a few months. And, and, and the fact is, I started that show to help support creatives with some basic ideas. And there's one thing that I've been mulling over. And there's one reason I haven't been uploading, and that is because of workflow. Uh, it hasn't been in my workflow. So I made a big change, which I think is going to help a lot. And that change is that I've, I'm going over to Anchor. Uh, my other podcast for YouTubers is on Anchor. And I went over to Lipson because I've always been, you know, I always hand coded my podcasts. And then I um, said, oh, they have these services now. I went to Lipson and let me tell you, Anchor is so much easier that when, when I would go over to Lipson, I hate, I just dreaded uploading a podcast. So it was a mental block, not, not lack of desire to support my community. But I've been supporting you in other ways with, with blogs, of course, and videos. So as I haven't disappeared on you. But let's get to the core here. Let's get to what I want to talk about, and that is the biggest mistake a lot of creatives make, and it may not be what you think it is. That biggest, biggest mistake is finding your good. What? What do you mean? What do you mean my biggest mistake is finding my good? A lot of creatives, a lot of photographers, I remember the turn of the century, um, their photographers were dropping off left and right from film as we're getting to digital. They, they would just drop off and say, I'm not going to this digital thing. It's ruining photography. Let me tell you something. Change has never stopped never stopped since the beginning, the first days of photography. And one of the biggest mistakes any creative, including photographers, wholeheartedly, is finding your thing and saying, this is my thing, and this is what I'm going to do forever. This is the way I'm going to do it. I'm just, and you spend your career trying to hold on to what you created 5, 10, 20 years ago. And you're not evolving you're not changing and understanding. There's never been a time that photography was not changing. There's never been a time that design, that any kind of creative endeavor was not changing and evolving. New competition, new technology. It's always evolving. Some faster than others, obviously. Some creative 
types of creativity have not changed as much over time, but there's always change. But for most of us who are trying to make a career, I, I hear it all the time. This is ruining my these people are ruining my career because they're doing it differently than the way I did it five, 10 years ago. And they said the same of you and me when we got in. When I was a young photographer, it was, you know, whatever technology was coming about was, I think it was probably, <laughs> it's probably autofocus, totally ruining photography. And, and the fact is, when you spend your time trying to keep everything the way it is versus moving forward and adopting and changing and growing with your industry. That's how you're going to survive. Because if you hold on to your good of 5, 10, 20 years ago, the way things were, you will eventually be irrelevant. And that's what a lot of times happens to creative people. I think it happens to most any business, to be quite honest. But if you want to be relevant, you need to consider what we talk about in the combination code. What can you combine with your photography to separate you from the competition? Uh, it could be a process. It could be a style, but that style will have to evolve and change. It can be technology. We've talked about this before um, on the other shows where we talked about augmented reality, VR, all these new different ways in which you can create visual you know, use your visual creativity, create new visual products. There's never been a better time to create something new. And that's what you need to do as a professional creative. I'd love to answer some questions. And those of you who've been coming in, um, please feel free to ask a question related to your creative business. Uh, and I know my core is photographers, but I, I say Creative entrepreneur, because there's so many people who are highly creative that just need some support overall. And that's what we do here. We support you uh, to, to grow your business, to grow your creative business. I think it's so important to have a support team to do that. Now, I'm going to be doing a webinar um, for the American Society of Media Photographer uh, coming up. That was supposed to be the live show. We're celebrating the big anniversary for ASMP, I believe, 75 years. Is that correct? Um, and the thing is, uh, obviously, everything in terms of in-person audiences has, has changed. So we're, we're doing these things online. And so I will be talking about uh, different ways into you can price price your photography. So if that's something of interest, definitely check into that. Um, I'll have more information coming up and I'll, I'll certainly be sharing it uh, online. You can probably catch it on uh, my Twitter feed uh, at Rosh Sillers. That will also be of, be of use, be helpful. So back to the, the topic of conversation. You're good. And I, I think that if you really look at it, there are a lot of photographers who even five years ago who were laughing at the photographers five years previous and even 10 years ago. I think every time we have a major recession or catastrophe or whatever, we always come out of it with everything has changed. And during the financial crisis, social media was the big one coming out of that. That was a big one. And I remember speaking to many groups of photographers with their arms folded saying, this social media thing isn't going to do anything. There's no value to it for my photography. And guess what? <laughs> that made or broke many a photographer who understood how to use social media because it's about networking. It's about people. It's always about people. Another thing I think is important for you to consider 
in your continuous evolution is to look for new partners. One of the things you can combine, and I often recommend you combine with your business, is to partner with other people, other businesses who maybe have the target audience that you desire. And you may want to continually, I would say, reevaluate those relationships and not, not to just drop people, but to continue to look for maybe what is the next forward thinking person or business that would best support you moving forward. Always keeping an eye out, always networking and having the conversations with people. Having conversations in terms of what is next. Where do you think things are going in your industry? Where maybe it's a related industry. Maybe you photograph a lot for web designers. Uh, maybe you design as a freelancer. Uh, maybe you're a writer. And having the conversations with the various uh, companies that you work with, your your partners. And continuously asking them, what is next? What do you see? And having in-depth conversations in terms of how can you sit back? And you know what? Sometimes when we have those conversations, honestly, it's not what we want to hear. And I'm sure it's true. I mean, there's been uh, a number of things that have changed that really haven't been to the benefit of the way I used to do business. And so it's important to have those conversations and say, oh, This is the mindset of the client. This is the mindset of the partner. This is what I need to deal with. And rather than being mad about it, look for new ways to either add value to what you do or make adjustments so you can still fit into the future model. I I find it uh, interesting. Here, I don't know if this is really a a good... um, Well, maybe it's a good example. it's related. So years ago, um, not, not you really years ago, but there's been situations through my, my career where I say was photographing for a magazine. This, was, this happened a lot in the magazine um, industry at the, at the time. I would say this is more in the 2000s. And I would have an editor of a magazine who would always select ho- horrible images. <laughs> Horrible images. It would be common. I'm not pointing out one magazine. There are a number of magazines where that would happen. And eventually, that editor ended up moving on. (laughs) Forcibly or whatever, you know, or found another job. Then a new editor would come in. And I, I, I had this conversation more times than I can remember. That, that conversation went something like this. We really appreciate all your years of service to this publication. However, we think we're going to go a little bit different direction in photography. <laughs> and, and, and I would say, oh, really? In what direction? I'm, I'm just curious. What, what direction are you looking to go to? And then they describe, you know, the types of work and say, hmm, well, would you mind taking a look at the archive of images that I presented through the years, I'll even send you a link and you can look at those. And, and then they would say, oh, oh, you can do that kind of work. We're just basing it off of the work we saw that was published in the magazine. And, and the thing is, 
I never stopped creating, even though I knew that the, the editors and the publishers were going to print the ugly one, I knew I always had to create and be creative and even experiment a little bit on the latest types of photography and what was going on and at least put that in the mix. And, and so when they went back, said, oh, okay, yeah, you're in. I can't tell you how many times. I would say 80% of the time I was back in the fold. There's certainly a couple times where someone came and said, yeah, I got my stable of photographers. Appreciate it, but, you know, it, this is the way it works. And, and that's the way it worked. But I'm telling you, 80% of the time, it continued. And that's still true in, in many different ways as we move forward in our business and we see in our creative business, despite the fact that we have to keep our current clients happy, we have to continue to push forward and try new things and don't get discouraged when the old clients don't care. Don't get discouraged. Still do and progress. Don't let the old clients pull you back and keep you down in terms of the good of your future. Continue to create and do something new. Use the combination code. Try different things. Present it to them and they can reject it, but then you can also look for the new uh, editors, the new directors, the new whoever it is that hires you, uh, art directors or um, project managers or whoever it is who would hire you, uh, marketing department, you name it. And look for those who may be interested in the newer styles and continuously work to improve and expand your, your, your audience, your, your clientele, because that's not going to change either. And that's why I always get scared of big, big clients. You should probably make a rule that no client can be more than a certain percentage of your business. And if they offer you more, say no. And could you lose that client? That's possible. But when they become a really large part of your business and dominate the kind of work you're doing, you could have a trouble down the road. Because I, I've gained a lot of clients through the years that I, I we have a rule that, you know, even especially big clients and the bigger the client, the the shorter period of time that we think we're going to keep them. Now, on the digital side, we've been keeping our clients pretty well um, on the uh, on the digital marketing side. But the photography side, you know, two, three years, and we figure they're gone. We, we love their work. We appreciate them. But it's not because of anything we did. It's usually something internal. People turn over. The, people lose accounts, ad accounts. People shift around. And eventually, you know, we can keep some of them, but a good portion of them, if, we, if we're able to keep them two or three years, we're really happy. Keep them longer, even happier. But we have to understand that there is always change. And, and to set up your shop to think, hey, I got my set of clients. I'm good to go. And they're going to be here forever. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's one of the ways in which creatives lose opportunity. I mean, the thing is, Creatives want to create. We want to, we want to photograph. We want to write. We want to design. We don't want to be worrying about our business. It's very true. We don't want to be worrying about our business. But the fact is, we have to be. We have to be. And we have to continue to prospect and, and push those boundaries and try to find out what is next. Because, again, finding your good is probably the biggest mistake. Thinking you got it. Thinking you have it. And... You know, I'm okay with, okay, I got a good group of clients. I'm going to sit back, take a deep breath, 
and take a couple months and do do a good job well and but then I have to get back out there again and then I have to be out there and prospecting and creating again. I think one thing that a lot of um, creatives don't do. Some are very good at this. And I think some of the best are the ones that do this. And I, I can't say that I'm the best at this at all. But that is creating personal projects. Personal projects to continuously improve what you're doing to test the new ideas and concepts that are out there. There are always, you know, in looking for what others are doing and not to copy, but to at least see if you can stretch what you are doing to get to that level of what you are appreciating as a creative person. I think if you can do that on a regular basis, you will be in good shape moving forward because that will keep pushing that boundary that you need to push to keep yourself active, getting complacent. That's really the same thing as saying finding you're good. Just being complacent and thinking you are where you are and everything is going to be just fine and not thinking about what it's going to take to be successful six months, a year, or even five years from now. It's going to be different. And that's really the challenge that I'm seeing a lot of people go through right now. So what do we do moving forward? I think you need to take some inventory of where you are right now. And, you know, if you have a skill that, you know, people aren't calling on right now, maybe there's something you can combine with that skill that'll still be fulfilling, that you can do a couple things working together that you can present to people that there is demand for. Maybe experiment with new types of creative endeavors that, Maybe you'll find another opportunity, something you never thought of before. I know it's been really hard over the last six months because, I mean, even my photography, I mean, my business grew 40%, but it wasn't the photography part. Now, once things started lightening up, I had a lot of demand for my photography and I had a pretty good August, September. But before that, if I was totally dependent on the photography alone at that time, it would have been a problem, just like for many in the creative world. But there are also types of photography that I can do that didn't depend on in-person meeting. People could, they could mail me stuff and I could create from there and, and, and send them files. And I still do that a lot. Obviously, I use, I use Photoshelter to deliver all my files, whether they're next door or across around the world. So we have opportunities. But when it was like for portraits and things like that, that just was not happening for quite a long time. And it's been tough. I know for a lot of photographers to build that back up. And it's going to take some time. But you can do that. But you again have to remember what are those changes. I did a, um, I, there's an article in the Professional Photographers Association magazine, and they, they highlighted me as one of the people talking about what we're going to do in our studio as COVID hit. And truly, a lot of that, I, I talk about what we've just talked about today, but being prepared and understanding that there are more opportunities than ever, and to not be stuck on the fact that you think this is the one opportunity you have, the only way you can be satisfied creative as a creative person. And that's not true. There are a lot of ways you can build. And that's why I'm, these days I'm diversified. 
Um, I was just talking on another podcast about, you know, my degrees in photography. I love photography. I've had a great photography career. But I've also had other, other interests that I could combine. And right now I'm do, having a great time with augmented reality and video and, and using that combination, still using my creative skills, but also using my digital marketing skills, putting that all together. So I actually pulled all together and, and I'm doing something that really is actually, you know, a, a combination of all the things I love to do. And so that that's really pretty awesome. And I think you can do the same thing. So I will plan on going live uh, usually a little bit before noon Eastern Standard Time, probably around, around actually more around 1130 Eastern Standard Time. I do the other podcast for YouTube YouTubers at at 11. And I think I'm going to do this podcast and then upload it to Anchor. Hopefully, there'll be no real disruption in how people are receiving this podcast, but uh, we'll see how it all goes. I really do. I, I really am appreciating going from um, the other platforms to Anchor. Uh, I remember when Anchor was a totally different style of platform, and uh, it, was, it was kind of amazing uh, that now that they're totally this free podcasting, easy to use system. It's so easy that I it makes it makes podcasting a joy again so um i plan on definitely doing more of that i hope you found this valuable um i'm going to be rather blunt i think uh with a lot of my my friends in the creative community because we're going to need this conversation we're going to need these conversations if we're going to survive and continue continue to do what we love to do in the creative world to build our creative business there are more opportunities than ever before you just have to look and you will find them. They're out there. And just don't don't hold on to your goods so tight that you don't see the other opportunities around you. You have a great week. I will talk to you hopefully next Monday.